God is still moving in spite of COVID-19. There are people that are still being baptized, still receiving His Spirit, still coming back to the Lord. There's people still being healed. There's still people being delivered. There's still people being blessed. There's still people receiving raises. God is not dead. Do you know that God does not have the COVID? Do you know He'll never have it? If the Lord's Spirit cannot get the COVID, and we have His Spirit in us, is not His Spirit able to heal us? Come on, so I'm going to let that just linger there for a minute. How many times does our body have a sickness in it when we've got the Holy Ghost inside us that cannot get sick? Lord, I feel that there's somebody sick in this house right now. God, I pray that the Holy Ghost that's in them will push the sickness out in the name of Jesus. God, I pray a miracle, a miracle healing touch to sweep over, whoever it is, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray, if you will open your mind right now and you will begin to accept the Lord and listen to the voice of the Lord, God will heal you. You might say, He hasn't healed me in the past, but He can heal you now. Lord, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Let's wait on Him. Oh, Lord. <laughs>
You're a visitor here and you're wondering what's going on. I'm telling you that the Spirit of the Lord is in this place. And it is the Spirit of God that just spoke. It's what we call tongues and interpretation. And if you're not familiar with that, that is in the book of Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and chapter 14. 1 Corinthians 12 and 14 gives insight into what you just witnessed. And I feel to explain this to somebody. That the Lord has a spirit. It's called the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. And it is His will that every person on earth is baptized in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Spirit. And that is when His Spirit comes into our heart. And you will know that you receive the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost because the Spirit of God in you will begin to speak through your mouth. And your lips will begin to tremble and there will be words that come out of your mouth that you will not understand and you will not be in control of because it's not you who speak, but God. We call that speaking in tongues and that is the sign, the evidence that a person has received the Holy Ghost. But when you've got the Holy Ghost, as Bishop does, his spirit will move on an individual to speak in tongues and that's what you just heard. And then there will be an interpretation in English so that the saints understand, otherwise it doesn't profit anybody. And the interpretation oftentimes will be by the same person or another, and they will speak the interpretation of the tongues that was given. Again, 1 Corinthians 12 and 14. And the interpretation is English is allowing the Holy Ghost that spoke to minister to the saints of God so we can comprehend what the Spirit is saying to the congregation. And the Spirit of God just told this congregation that He is in this house to heal somebody. And if we leave this house without accepting the healing touch of the Lord, we have utterly robbed ourselves. Because God has spoken and He said, I showed up to heal somebody. He has showed up to minister to somebody. He has showed up to do a miracle working power so that His love and His, His Spirit would be demonstrated so that somebody might go from knowing to believing. <laughs> what you've witnessed is the book of Acts that is still alive and still operating in 2020. What you just witnessed was the thing that happened in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. You have just witnessed the modern day church still experiencing the Holy Ghost, still participating in the Holy Ghost, still having the fullness of the body of Christ completed in our heart and in our mouth and in our worship. This is an apostolic church, and we believe the doctrine that the first apostles on this earth preached. We teach it, we believe it, we receive it, and we practice it. And none of that was in my notes. If you'd all stand for the reading of the word, oh Lord, give me the strength, give me the direction. 
Oh, Lord. The book of John, chapter 4, verses 39 through 42. The Lord has given me a very strong word today for somebody. Not strong as in aggressive or hard, but strong as in strength. As in a foundational strength. John 4:39 Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. She said he told me all that I had ever done. And so when the Samaritans came to him they asked him to stay with them and he stayed there for 2 days and many more believed because of his word. And they said to the woman, "It is no longer because of what you said that we believe." For we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. Bishop, will you pray? Amen. Before you're seated. Psalms 34:1 says It says I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth More life tabernacle friends of more life tabernacle children of the Lord most high of Jesus Christ he said I will bless the Lord at all times that I will bless the Lord in the bad times, in the covid times, in the sick times, in the devastating times, in the turbulent times, in the unknown times, in the chaotic times, in the depression times, in every time. I will say, blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Blessed is my savior. I will bless the Lord for when I was down he brought me out. There shouldn't be any moping. I've got you standing a little bit because before the word of God comes forth, I want I know we opened in praise. I know we've been praising him with the choir and with the the musicians, but I want us to begin to magnify God and not no patty cake magnify him and not no little magnify him. I want us to begin to bless him and say, "Lord, I bless you with everything that's in me. I praise you with every shout in my voice. I magnify you with every fire in my soul. Blessed is the Lord our God. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your will. Blessed be your ways. Blessed be your touch. Blessed be your voice. God, I pray that you would have a blessed day today in heaven. I pray that there'd be many souls that are added unto you. Lord, I love you. Come on, do you feel that way? Lord, I love you. I magnify you. I give everything to you. Everything I have is because of you. It's been by you. It's been through you. It's all for you. <laughs> he said, "My soul makes it boast in the Lord." Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name.
Lord, I exalt your name. Jesus. Come on, let's exalt his name. There is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess. Jesus, when I speak your name, demons flee. When I speak Jesus, healings come by. When I speak your name, I am delivered. When I cry out, Abba, Father, Lord Jesus, help me. I get renewed. When I say Jesus, all the heavens know that I serve only you. Jesus, Jesus, Lord, in your name. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Some of you are sitting there just waiting to when I say you can be seated. You're missing the entire thing we're doing. More than that, you're missing what he's doing. You need to get your mind off of how bad your feet hurt, how bad your ankles hurt. Because there's a God that's right next to you, around you, in you, that can heal you. How about this? In the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you to strengthen the feet of these saints, to strengthen the legs, to strengthen the hips, to let the body have the strength to stand and begin to dance a little bit. for me in the name of Jesus I pray that you would heal my body Lord you know I've got Gilbert syndrome in the name of Jesus Lord if it's your will that I'm healed I want it in Jesus name in Jesus name Lord you know I got gout in Jesus name touch my feet Lord you know I got allergies I rebuke that in Jesus name Lord I heard by your prophet I heard by our bishop that you want to heal Lord if nobody else wants it I'll take all of it come on ladies your senior first ladies in this altar 
Your bishop man is in this altar. Oh Lord, I pray that a revelation would begin to flood this house. I pray that an understanding would begin to move in this place. I want all the elders to come forth. Come on, John. Come on, son. Bring your masks. I know that we've already had a time for the sick to come and get prayed for. But I feel an unction in the spirit. And we're going to make another call. For God has spoken and God has interpreted. And God is ministering right now. Brother Anthony, Brother Dave, where are you guys at? There is there Brother Anthony, Brother Dave, where are you at? He's getting his mask. Brother Eloy, you got a mask? Come here, elders. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that when they lay hands on the people of this church, that there would be a healing touch from your throne go through their hands into this congregation. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that when they speak your word, that by faith, the word of prayer, the prayer of faith would be ministered. God, I feel an unction that there is about to be a divine move within these walls. And I pray your anointing would fall on these men of you, these men of Jesus. Oh, Lord, that they would administer your will among the people. 
God, go before them, order their steps, order their mouth, and order their hands in the name of Jesus. What I want you gentlemen to do is I want you to begin to go throughout this altar first, and there are saints that can't make it here. I want you then to make your way through this pew. They've got masks on. And if you don't want them to touch you, just, just give them a fist pump like that, and they'll lay hands from the air on you. But in the name of Jesus, I want you to pray with an authority. I want you to pray with a faith. For the Lord is getting ready to do great things through you into the lives of these people. Begin to make your way, elders, throughout this, this altar and then this church. If you need prayer, if you will come to this altar, if you can physically make it, the elders are going to lay hands on you again. And they're going to pray with the prophecy that was spoken earlier in this service. I'm telling you that God is not a liar. And he said that he would heal. In the name of Jesus Christ, every sickness in this house, everything wrong in the body, whether it's a sickness in the body or a sickness in the mind, God, you are able to heal both. Lord, if there is a hurt and a sickness in somebody's soul, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ right now that these lovely people, these sons and daughters of yours, God, would be healed in the name of Jesus right now at this moment. Heal the wounds in their spirit. Heal the disease in their body. Heal the sickness that's attacking them. Elisha, if you're praying, get up. I need Elisha to begin to start praying for people. I want Elisha to begin to move and to lay hands on people if it's appropriate. And Elisha, I pray the prayer of faith over you. That God would fill your mind and your heart and your mouth and would lead you. That you would pray for people. That the will of God would enter into them. That they would be encouraged. They would be strengthened. They would have their prayers answered. Come on, Elisha. Every member, begin to make your way to this place. Begin to pray for people.
Elders and Elisha, we got many people that aren't able to come to the altar. If you're done praying or God leads you, I want you to begin to make your way to this congregation. Folks, if you want prayer, wave one down, flag one down, and they'll come and they'll pray for you. Lord, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Lord, in your name.
If I could get a couple of musicians, a couple of singers up here. If you're praying, go ahead and pray. I'm not going to preach. I'm going to tell you what the Lord wants me to tell you. We had Elisha this morning, and I felt the Holy Ghost speak to me to them, and I feel I had no intentions of telling you this, but the Lord is telling me to put this before you. And in Elisha, in the 34th Psalm, it talks about a young lion. And it says that the young lions are left wanting and left hungry. And we talked about in Elisha that the reason a young lion is always wanting and always hungry, it's because they haven't yet honed the craft of the hunt. And so that they will pounce too early or they will shoot out of the gate too early or they will misgauge the landscape that the hunt takes place and they often miss the kill. And so a young lion is always left with a desire that they've missed out and they're never satisfied. They're always hungry because they're not feasting on the prey. And I felt God tell me to instruct Elisha and I feel him to tell me to tell you more live tabernacle. As I spoke to Elisha earlier, what God is doing in many, if not all, of our lives. The reason we are left wanting and the le reason we're constantly never satisfied and hungry is because we've been hunting in the wrong places. That God is getting ready and has already begun to change the hunting grounds. What He's doing in our lives is He is trying to get us to grow up in the Spirit and become mature predators in the kingdom of God that when we see something when we see a miracle we need we know how to hunt it down properly we know how to begin to pray in faith correctly we know how to begin to seek the face of God in the right time in the right manner and call on him in the right way What's going on is he is changing the hunting grounds because it is not the will of God that we constantly are left without and we remain hungry. But it is the will of our Father that we feast as the kings that he has called us to be. There's going to be things in your life that you're finally going to be able to conquer in the name of Jesus. He's going to give you the ability, the prowess, the strength, the stamina, and the faith to see this through. He is changing us from young lions to mature lions. He is taking us from hunting the things of this world into hunting the things of his kingdom. It says, seek and you will find. It says, knock and it will be open. It says, ask and you shall receive. The problem is we've been seeking in the wrong fields. We've been asking the world instead of the throne. We've been knocking on the gates of hell instead of the pearly gates of heaven. He's changing the environment. We've had church in the parking lot for several months. We've had to social distance. We've got people with masks. We were afraid just to walk up to people. It's fear that's being spread. 
Some of it might be clinically true. Some of it might be scientifically true. But what's more true is the healing and protecting power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, I pray that we would cast down all fears. We would cast down all imaginations. We would cast down all doubts. And we would begin to hunt in new grounds. Lord, I want to begin to hunt for heavenly things. Lord, I want to begin to seek out your spirit. I want to begin to seek out your face, God. I want to begin to seek out your joy. I want to seek out your happiness. We've been hunting the wrong things. We've been hunting the fulfillment of the flesh instead of the fulfillment of our future. God, I'm seeking you out with a new fervency like I've never had before. God, I'm tired of being hungry. I want to feast like a king. I want my cup to run over. I want my belly to have living waters flowing out of my mouth and out of my heart. I want to be able to walk to the beat of a heavenly drum. I want to have a pep in my step. I want to have a dance. I want to have a jump. I want to have a shout for joy. I want to have an edification in my heart to say, Blessed is the Lord our God. Come on, somebody, you need to know. You need to learn how to say, whoo. Some of you say that. Jeffrey's already laughing. Come on, you need to say, whoo. I love you, friend. You're an inspiration. You might think we're crazy. But yet you watch football and you don't think they're crazy. You go to rock and roll concerts and they're in the mash in mosh pits and they're slamming and they'll punch each other and they'll laugh. Daniel, you played football, you know those locker rooms. Them locker rooms were crazier than what we do at church, weren't they? Right. Who's crazier, us or football players? I'm so proud of this church, but I am filled with hope and I am filled with excitement because I have heard the future. I have read the future, found it in the Bible. The Bible says we win. The Bible says we overcome. The Bible says that there's coming a day where there'll be no more night that there'll be no more tears. We talked in Elisha, it says that the afflictions of the righteous are many. That everybody, if, if you're a saint of God, you've had a bad day. But it said, the rest of that verse says, but he delivers, he delivers the righteous out of all of them. That means every affliction that comes our way, God is going to deliver us from every single one of them. Not 99, but 100% of them. Brother Eloy, you and your family have went through some afflictions lately. 
In the name of Jesus, I pray that your eyes and your life, you will see the deliverance of every single affliction that has hit you and your wife and your daughter. Sister Kendra and Brother Dale, you've been through some stuff lately and you're still going through some stuff. But the Bible says that he delivers the righteous from all of them. From all of them. In the name of Jesus, let every affliction that has come upon that family be bound, shackled, and thrown out in the name of Jesus. This is what I want to do. The service has had many different layers to it. It's kind of like an onion. Peel back one layer and there's tears. You peel back another layer, there's tears. There's people been crying all service. Happy tears, good tears. Tears of change. But I want to peel back one more layer. We've got a baptism coming up. My mom taught a Bible study. Her friend heard the word of God and has come today to be baptized. And we're praying that God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Everything you've been seeing, all these crazy people around you speaking in tongues, that's what God wants to do for you. That's a promise from Him. But I want us to peel back another layer before we have the baptism. I'm going to open this up and I want the musicians to, and singers to do their thing. But we've had an altar call. We've had a couple of them. But I feel in the Holy Ghost that there are still a couple unresolved things. I feel that it's already been healing and some of you don't even know what's happened. But you're gonna, you're gonna get home, you're gonna get to that doctor, something's gonna happen. And I want victory reports filled when it does. Don't simply tell pastor, write it up so it'll go on the wall as a testimony that God honored his word and he's moving. But I want this altar to be open. I feel in my spirit I don't, need, I don't need you to come and, and, and say fanciful words. But I feel God is drawing somebody to come and to kneel down before Him and have a one-on-one -on -one minute. There's something that needs to be turned over to God, given. We've already went and prayed for people. We've already had the elders lay hands. There was a time in Moses' life that God said, Moses, only you come up on the mountain. I need to talk to you. God is wanting to have a mountain moment with somebody right now. And I'm opening these altars. And if you can't come to the altars, I'm opening up your pew. You can kneel right in your pew. You can sit right there, bury your hand, your head in your hands. And I'd like, I'd like us to take a minute and go to the mountaintop with God and say, Lord, here I am. I want you to lead me into the new hunting grounds. Set the things of the kingdom before me that I might go after them with the ferociousness of a lion. That I might seek my, sink my teeth into new blessings and new riches and new glory like never before. 
God, I want to hunt down the things in your kingdom that are destined to be in my life. You'd all stand. Young lions, this altar's open. Would you come and ask God, Lord, show me the new hunting grounds for my life. Show me the new place you want me to roam in the kingdom. God, I want to go to new places in you. Lord, I want to experience new things. Anybody come? Are there any saints of God that are willing to humble themselves before the Lord and say, God, take me to the place you've been calling me. Lord, let me walk where you want me to walk. Lord, I want to roam where you desire me to roam. Lord, I'm willing. I'm ready for my life to change. I've been left in a place of wanting. I've been in a place of hunger for several times, for a long time now. Lord, I'm tired of being hungry. Fulfill me, Lord. This altar's open. Would you all come? Would everybody come? Find a place of prayer before the Lord. Climb that mountain in here.